Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries. My name is Amy and I'm a personal practice coach for the Brady Group. I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe and you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. So we are going to talk about how to prevent the post-holiday hangover. (laughs) So here's the thing. You guys are booming in your practices right now. There are so many great things going on. I can't tell you how many times I have heard in the last few weeks that people have already surpassed their 2019 numbers. And in some cases, I mean, we were at a uh, doctor event last week with some of our doctor members, a live event. And there were some doctors talking about the fact that they had uh, already surpassed their best year ever. Um, For some, 2019 was their best year ever. If you guys remember, if we go back to the beginning of 2020, I think so many practices were um, just had some great momentum going. There were some amazing things happening. And then... (laughs) We all know what uh, what hit us. But um, bottom line, you guys are booming and things are going really, really well. You take along with that the fact that the last quarter in most dental practices by default is uh, a really productive time anyway, if we're smart about it. Now, we can turn really busy, uh, especially the last six weeks or so. I think, um, you know, if we are a very insurance focused uh, type practice, then you know you are are focusing on getting patients in to use their insurance. Um, I do feel though, if uh, even if you're not an insurance, you know, quote unquote focused dental practice and you don't have a lot of insurance minded patients, you can still become very busy at the end of the year. Um, I mean, it's just kind of how it is. You know, people have a tendency to want to take care of stuff uh, as they near the end of the year. Some people want to take advantage of the Thanksgiving break or the Christmas break um, just to catch up on things or recover or whatever. Um, you know, even having medical spending account money left over that people want to use up or, you know, even people who've just procrastinated and realize, oh, wow, I need to get my dental work done. So there's a natural busyness that occurs already. So you take that on top of the momentum you guys have had, and it's crazy what's happening right now. Um, that's good news and bad news. Uh, we want to make sure that we're not settling into this comfort knowing that, oh, we're booked till the end of the year. (laughs) Because sometimes when we do that, well, more times than not, I think we tend to put some of those important yet urgent systems on the back burner. Now, let me tell you, I am talking to myself just as much as I am you guys today, because just this morning, I was sort of clearing my desk and I was looking at things saying, oh my gosh, there's so much clutter here. And uh, this pile I have over here and this pile I have over here, boy, these things are just gonna have to wait until after the holidays. And then I found myself doing it, okay? I was cramming in the easy things and uh, you know the things that are already making my schedule busy and I wasn't making room for the important yet not urgent things that I I really should be paying attention to. So I thought, you know what? (laughs) 
I'm going to have one of those post-holiday hangovers if I'm not careful. Um, and here's what I mean by that. You need to be focusing right now, as do I, on the things that will feed um, our productivity in February, for example. Okay, even January, you're going to find is a naturally busy time. And then somehow the end of January, first part of February, we are all hit upside the head and we're like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> you know, if you're in the dental office, it's like uh, things, uh, what's going on? Our, we're so slow. Well, yeah, I guess we're slow every February. And then we kind of get caught into that downward spiral conversation. And if we look back, it's really because we didn't do very much at all to contribute to the success of the practice for February or March or April. And so that's why dental practices really kind of have this cyclical, um, you know, existence. And uh, I want you to be mindful of what's happening right now. Okay. We're between the Thanksgiving break and the Christmas break. The thing that's so awesome about Brady group doctors and, and teams is most of you are taking like two weeks off. Okay. You have the rest of, uh, you know, I mean, basically through the end of next week and you're off until the third or fourth. And so what we've got to be cautious of in the next few days is that you are not abandoning those systems that really, um, you know, keep you going because otherwise you're going to get back in January and feel like you're starting over and you don't want to see that happen. You know, I often think of a, a dental practice that um, this doctor since retired, but a few years ago that came to us and said, you know, we've decided we want to take the entire month of July off thought, wow, that's awesome. Let's do it. And so this was almost a year before because our doctors plan their vacation and their, their schedules a year in advance, which is awesome. So they were looking at um, taking this entire month off, and this is probably August of the previous year. And we had a discussion and I asked some questions. I said, okay, what needs to happen now? Um, and in preparation for that month off so that when you get to June 30th, you're going to feel relaxed, you're gonna be excited, you're gonna be very low stress and ready to take that time off, okay? We don't ever want to go into a period of time off feeling stressed or crunched or feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving all this stuff undone or cash flows down or I don't know how we're gonna enjoy this because we haven't been doing well. We don't ever want that to be the case. And you also don't want to come back to a nightmare. So here's what we discussed as this particular team was preparing to take an entire month off. Uh, they decided they wanted to, if we're taking June, July off, they wanted to have basically seven months worth of revenue in the bank. So they had to structure their goals and organize things to where they could achieve, you know, seven months worth of collection and production in, uh, in six months, basically. And so what's amazing to me, and it was amazing to them too, is they, they structured that and set these goals to accomplish seven months of production in six months, got their head wrapped around that. That's how they structured the schedule. And by golly, they did it. Okay. They had never done that before. 
They, uh, but you know what? There's a lot to be said for creating something that you want to work towards and give your brain something to build there. I mean, that is so important. And we're going to talk about that um, here in a minute. So just uh, kind of file that up, up there for a second. But um, here's what I want you guys to, to stay focused on is, you know, what do you need to do now so that when you come back in January, especially those of you taking a couple of weeks off, which is awesome, what needs to happen now so that we don't come back to a mess? What needs to happen now so that when we come back, we can hit the ground running. We don't have to sit there and, you know, get jump started again. We don't have a pile. We don't have a mess and we don't have to start over. Okay. So what are we doing right now? Here's what uh, I want to suggest to you. There are a few things for us to keep in mind. Um, number one, stick with your patient reservation system. Okay, sometimes we get a little little overzealous. We get uh, uh, kind of jump the gun and um, say, you know, we'll get back to normal after the first year. But right now, we just have all these people that want to get in, and we cram people in. Okay, um, sometimes you're even thinking, and I remember doing this. Wow, we're having success. Let's see how high we can go. December is going to be a great cycle, and so let's just see what we can do. So as a result, we abandon that patient reservation system. Patient reservation system basically is our, our terminology for block scheduling. Um, we have a, a structure where we want to follow and basically set up a template where we can schedule every single day to goal. We don't want to just fill white space. That's not, not the objective. We don't want to just be quote unquote full we want to schedule to goal, then move to the next day, then schedule to goal and move to the next day. Um, see, if, if we don't stick with our patient reservation system or we don't have a, a system in place or a template that we follow so that we can um, be profitable, not just busy, okay? If we're just filling white space, we are very, very busy. Even those of you who normally have the block scheduling or patient reservation system in place, this is the time of year you can kind of go reckless abandon and, and uh, find yourself in kind of a mess. So let's not do that. Okay. These people have had all year to get in. You've had all year to structure the schedule the way you want it to be. And do not allow other people's procrastination, um, other people's, uh, you know, ignoring um, the opportunity to have treatment accomplished, uh, the fact that they've put off their cleaning. Don't allow their procrastination to become your emergency, okay? Because what's happening there is you've got patients that are paying a lot of money that have committed their time and resources to you. Why are we going to um, compromise that relationship for somebody who has put off their treatment or who canceled their last cleaning and, and wants to get in now before the end of the year? Have respect for those patients who have committed their time and resources to you. Um, focus on the people that want to be on your bus, not the ones that put things off. Okay. We, you, you don't have the capacity to see every single patient that calls. Okay. So focus on the ones that want to be in your office, that commit their time to you, that honor your time, um, by honoring theirs. Okay. So that's the first thing is stick with that patient reservation system. Don't just um, you know, fall victim to just filling holes. 
Second thing, don't forget about those important but not urgent tasks that are going to feed the end of January, February, and March. So let's talk about what some of those things are. Um, when we get busy, we abandon uh, the maintenance type things, okay? Um, we may stop, uh, you know, any kind of marketing we have. We may stop asking for referrals. We may stop rewarding referrals. We may... Um, kind of uh, let systems go within the office to where we're not, you know, maybe we're too busy to do a new patient interview or we're rushing through a phone call because we're so distracted with everything that's going on. Or gosh, we don't have time to sit down and talk with patients about long-term preventive care. So we're just gonna fix what's broken today. You know, you find yourself just getting caught up in this um, reactive mode. All right. And when we're in reactive mode because we're so busy and we're kind of, uh, you know, a little anxious and panicky, we get very distracted. We function, function more in, in crisis mode and doing just whatever it takes to keep our head above water. So let's not succumb to that. Okay. Let's not get in a position where our day is so busy that we don't have time for that new patient interview or we don't have time to take photos um, of patients' teeth, or maybe we've even gotten a little greedy and book, booked a, a bridge prep during uh, the time where we have planning appointments. Uh, planning appointment time is where um, you know, our version of a consultation where we allow the patient to have part in the process of coming up with a long-term plan for their teeth. So, you know, if we're filling holes, maybe we're even uh, trying to get recare patients in and and where we have new patient blocks, we're filling that with recare because we have patients, oh, my kids are gonna be home from college. Oh, you know, I didn't get in last month. And so I need to get in now before the end of the year. Um, we're having family photos. Can you get everybody in to get their teeth cleaned? <laughs> you know, and uh, so now we start filling up the new patient slots, okay? Then what happens is you're gonna find yourself um, with no new patient opportunities, but we've got lots of recall. And uh, here's what happens. We look, um, I, I hear often from, from practices where they're like, uh, our doctor schedule's empty. Okay, recall's full, but the doctor schedule's empty. And you know why that is? It's for that very reason. You start filling new patient slots where you have new, new opportunities for diagnosis and helping new patients in your practice you're um, not seeing any new patients because you're filling those slots. Don't do that, okay? Um, make sure that you're sticking, again, that's kind of back to the, the scheduling, but that also falls within those important but not necessarily urgent uh, systems and tasks. Something else may be following up with patients who've said, you know, I, I definitely wanna get this treatment done, I've gotta get uh, my finances in order, or I need to check my schedule. You know, if you're not following up with those people to get them scheduled, even if it's in January, you know, you want to be able to come back to a schedule of patients that is um, productive, that is prepaid, <laughs> that is just secured so that when you come back January 3rd or 4th, you're good to go. You don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, our, our schedule is kind of a mess. We've got to figure this out. Okay, so make sure that you're not abandoning those very important but not urgent tasks. Um, if uh, you're unfamiliar with that term, then uh, that basically comes from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talks about the um, 
quadrants of productivity. You know, you've got uh, basically you have the uh, vertical axis, which is um, level of importance. And then you have the horizontal axis, axis which is urgency. So you basically, um, you know, if you can imagine a uh, grid with four, four quadrants, you have the upper left or what we call quadrant one, which is the urgent and important quadrant. That's not really where we want to function. But interestingly enough, that's where most, most of us in the dental practice function. Again, it's just reactive mode, keeping our head above water. Stephen Covey says you want to function in quadrant two. Quadrant two is that upper right um, uh, quadrant, which is important, but not necessarily urgent. Okay? If we think about even our personal lives, the things that we abandon and let go during the holidays, um, you know, we, <laughs> I found myself the other day decorating for Christmas and I'm just cramming things in a closet just to get them out of the way. Um, but I'm going to have kind of a mess after the holidays or we, um, uh, maybe abandon our health or, uh, gosh, you know what, this is really horrible. And I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I had a doctor's appointment scheduled for Thursday this week and I should go. And it sounded like a good idea three months ago. It's just kind of a follow-up, nothing serious. And I thought, you know, I'll just do that after the holidays. <laughs> I know I will feel so much better if I just suck it up and go and not defer it. Okay. Again, it's important, but not urgent yet. Okay. Um, so not just in the practice, but even think about your personal life. What are some things that, um, you know, you probably shouldn't defer or make your life easier in January and February if you don't defer. So that's important. Um, third thing, be cautious of complacency. When things are going well, and again, so many of you are experiencing a, a great year, you're going to have a record year, you're busy, <laughs> um, but it's very easy for us to sit back and relax. Not that you're relaxing, don't get me wrong, but kind of that feeling of, ah, we finally arrived. Hey, okay, so we've got it figured out. And uh, that's also when uh, I think just in complacency, we kind of let some of these systems that got us to that point, go. Um, yeah, it's a combination of the busyness and the fact that things are going well, but when we let them go and think we've got things figured out, at some point, bam, we're gonna be hit upside the head with a bad cycle and uh, we're gonna not know what in the heck happened. When you experience a bad, we call them cycles, equal periods of time throughout the year, um, so you can compare apples to apples, but, um, you know, for any practice, if you have a bad month, uh, it's not what happened that month necessarily that contributed to it. But that's what we do. We, we put the microscope on, why did we have a bad month? Well, we had this and this, and we didn't have this. And, you know, it's usually what happened last month or the month before. It's not necessarily what happened within that month. And so again, what are you doing today, this week, this month that's going to feed February and March and April. The answer to some of those things may be, um, yeah, we're going to have a conversation with a patient that's been putting off treatment. We're going to ask for referrals. We're going to reward referrals. We're going to be consistent on, um, you know, growing and, and posting on social media. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, phenomenon right there, social media. I don't want to want to chase a squirrel here just uh, 
at this point, but um, <sighs> social media just keeps you relevant. Okay. It keeps you current and people want to know that you're alive and kicking. All right. Your website is no longer how people decide whether or not to come find you. Yeah, they're going to Google you and they're going to see your website and that gives you credibility maybe, but they're also going to look for that social media link and they're going to click on that. And if you haven't had a post since, you know, you shut down for COVID, which by the way, I uh, over a year and a half later ran into a practice the other day that on their Facebook page, I'm not kidding. March 21st of 2020 was the last post that said, we are closed until further notice and blah, 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 blah. And I was horrified. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, not that you guys are, are like that, but if you haven't had a post in a while, people are like, okay, are they still there? Um, are they having fun? Are they alive and kick? What's going on here? So um, again, that's part of that complacency as well. Just be consistent. That's all I'm saying is be consistent with those things that aren't urgent, but that have brought you success. Now, the, the next thing is be consistent with your team communication. Things are going really well, so we don't need to have our team meeting, right? Wrong. You still need to hold each other accountable. You still have to stay on top of your systems. You still need to have that follow through. Meeting time, your, your, we call it vision session because it's a weekly opportunity to um, communicate vision. How are we doing? Okay, are we living our vision? Are we working towards those things that we all hold valuable? Are we focused and centered? Yeah, you know, everything that we're doing, does it revolve around our core values? Um, meeting that, that weekly meeting time and your morning huddle time is sacred. Don't mess with it or book through it. Um, you know, the practice that I worked in for, for several years when we went through the Brady Group coaching program, when we, um, you know, were coached to have a weekly team meeting and, and have this time, you know, we're just like everybody else. And in the beginning, we're like, really? We need to have one every week? <laughs> and after a couple of years of doing that, we're like, oh my gosh, I, I can't wait to have our meeting. And that hour a week, was so incredibly valuable. Um, we started calling that, uh, it was kind of interesting, but our, our weekly meeting, we started calling it Barbara Bush. <laughs> okay. And here's why back in the day when, you know, I'm kind of dating myself here, but Barbara Bush was just a, you know, very well-respected, you know, we thought if Barbara Bush showed up at our practice, we would not run late for her. We would not have other stuff going on we would be on time, we would hold that time as sacred, we would stop everything to take care of Barbara Bush. So we started calling our team meeting, Barbara Bush. We need to um, you know, respect Barbara Bush this week. Let's not mess up our meeting time. We're not gonna run late. We're not gonna schedule an emergency through it. We treated that time as sacred. <laughs> um, it's so easy to blow off a meeting, especially if things are going really well and it's tempting to blow off a meeting if things aren't going well and so you just can't have them circumstantially you have to have them every time no matter what don't mess with it don't book through it okay so look big picture here's the last thing base any changes that you want to make on your overall success don't get too caught up in the last cycle the last week or or even yesterday Okay, we tend to judge our success on too short a period of time. 
Um, and then we make knee-jerk decisions without looking at the big picture. So, you know, again, it's getting back to our core values, getting back to vision. Those things ought to drive your, um, your activities and behaviors every single day. If we don't have um, that center to guide us, if, if we don't have those things that we're all connected through in terms of, um, you know, what we hold important as, uh, as far as how we treat our patients, how we treat each other, um, what we want to experience in the office, if we haven't established what that looks like, again, that's vision, core values, um, then we're just being reactive. And we can't look big picture. We can't look past today because we're just trying to get through the day. So make sure you're looking big picture today. Okay. If next Friday is the last or Thursday is the last day in the office for a couple of weeks, you still need to look big picture. Okay. So just to review, number one, stick with the patient reservation system. Don't go, you know, and, and just schedule like crazy. Don't just fill white space. Number two, pay attention to those important but not urgent tasks that are going to feed your next month. Number three, be cautious of complacency. Okay. Um, make sure that you aren't uh, getting too relaxed, that you're staying on top of things, even though it's going well. Four, be consistent with communication. Don't abandon your opportunities to communicate. If you aren't currently communicating, this is a great time to put that stuff in place, okay? Um, fifth thing, look big picture. Make sure you aren't having knee-jerk decisions or reaction based on what happened yesterday. All right, I think that's how we're all going to be able to avoid this uh, 2022 post-holiday hangover when we all get back in the office on January 3rd. I hope that you will all enjoy a wonderful break um enjoy your holidays make some memories enjoy your families that's what i plan to do and we will talk to you in 2022 hey guys who's excited for some live front desk goddess training we are super excited to announce some upcoming events for 2022 we now have registration open for billings montana on friday january 21st of 2022 and orlando has just been added for february 25th 2022. You can call me now to register at 800-592-7239, or you can click the link in our show notes. Just mention this podcast and it'll save you $100. Be sure you use the code FDGR as in Front Desk Goddess Retreat if you are registering online.